0: Hey everyone, it's Jessica Delindia Dykeman with the Courageous and Kind Project. I'm bringing you this week's verse of the week from Colossians 1-3. It reads, We always pray for you and give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This verse in the book of Colossians was written by the Apostle Paul. And at the time, he was actually imprisoned. And this is called, this book is called one of his prison letters and he's writing to the church of Colossal. And at the time he was imprisoned in Rome and he starts this letter saying that he was chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ and to share the good news. And so he tells the church, I am praying for you and I give thanks to God. As Christians we need to say the same thing to each other we need to come before the Lord before the throne of grace and pray for our people we need to pray for our families we need to pray for our marriages our schools our co-workers our children our extended family and we need to give thanks to the Lord because he has given us people And in his great plan, community was a part of that. And so in this letter, he's encouraging the church and the people of the church. And he so beautifully weaves theology and practicality in this book. And so he continues his letter and says, For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all of God's people, which come for your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. And this same good news came to you is going out all over the world and it is bearing fruit everywhere and changing lives just as it changed your life from the day that you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. One of the things that I want to spend some time about right now is teaching us not only to pray for people, but to be able to pray scripture over our people and the way we do that is actually very simple one of the ways that we can practice doing that is exactly what Paul did here in his letter to the church we can begin to say dear daughter I am praying for you and I give thanks to God I just prayed Colossians 1 3 So whoever you are praying for, insert their name right there that says, we always pray for you. I always pray for you. I give thanks to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ for you right there, insert that name and read the rest of that Bible verse. And you just prayed scripture over your person and you can pray the next verse as well. Verse four. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all of God's people. Maybe you insert your church's name right there. Maybe you insert missionaries that you're praying for, that you're supporting. Maybe you insert your significant other, your mentor, whoever that might be. And and read this verse over them. And so... It goes on to say in the rest of this chapter that it talks about that this church had heard the good news from someone else, and and because that person was a faithful servant, he shared God's good news, God's truth, and what we know about God's truth comes in Colossians 1.5, where it says, which comes from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. When people ask me, why am I Christian? Why do I follow Christ? What makes me want to believe what I believe in the promises in the Bible? It's because God's word gives us hope. And in this world, we need hope beyond this life because there are so many things that don't make sense so many disappointments, so many hardships, so many things that hurt. And we need to believe that there's something, someone bigger than this world, than this life. And that there is hope to come, to right all of the wrongs, to make things better. And I, I have that hope that I'll see my loved ones again one day who love and believe in Jesus Christ. And I have that hope for you. And I believe that God is faithful because that's what the Bible says. The Bible says over and over again that God is faithful. It's shown us example after example. And I know that he has been faithful in my life. And so I want you to take some time today. Look at this passage, Colossians 1, 3-6 and read it. Insert your people's Names, give thanks to God, and pray for them. Prayer is so powerful. It talks about it in the Bible how important it is for us to pray for people, pray for our people, not just as a last resort, but as someone who is on the offense of a team. We're not playing defense here. We can with prayer, but here we want to do it in such a powerful way that it isn't our last resort, it's our first step, that we are first to go to God with the things that ache our heart, that bother our heart, that are important to our heart, our desires and our hopes, um, and with our thanksgivings. And so join me today in saying Colossians 1.3 and saying... You are courageous and kind, followers, our readers, our contributors. We always pray for you and we give thanks to God for you. And that's Colossians 1.3. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you have your word to us as a guiding light, that you encourage us that you give us hope, that you show us that you are faithful, that your love never ends, that you remind us that we may have trouble in this world, but you have overcome it. I pray for the woman who is listening to this. I pray that you would encourage her, Lord, that you would teach her the very beginning of learning how to pray your scripture, Lord, and using these words that are so powerful. Um, for the people that we love and to praise you and to thank you. We love you and we praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to see you next week.